Hello, lifers, and welcome to another episode of Because Life Can Be a Niche Podcast. So happy to have you riding with us again. Come on in, come on into the living room. Let's talk about life and and all that it brings. If you are listening uh, as you're riding and you're listening where you get your podcasts, of course, thank you as always. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, Life Can Be a Niche, Thank you for that. Please make sure you like it, subscribe, share it with your friends, uh, and definitely uh, hit that notification so that you know when we come out with a new video. I would love to uh, see our community grow even more. Uh, You guys know how we always do it in here. We always have our tea of the episode and we definitely um, give you a way to engage with us. So engage at Katie Bryant Writes. I'm going to keep it simple. At Katie Bryant Writes on social media, TikTok, (laughs) Twitter. You know, I'm laughing because it's really funny that I'm even on TikTok. That's another story and episode in itself. Um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, the blog, katiebryantwrites.com. Check that out and uh, be sure to subscribe there so you know when we drop a new blog. Uh, and the tea of the episode is a cup of calm. Uh, and and that can be whatever tea it is that calms you down. For some people, it may be chamomile. Uh, others, it may be a lavender chamomile. I like to blend a ginger with chamomile. I don't really like ginger tea and I'm not a huge fan of chamomile tea, but together they actually, uh, that's my cup of calm. So, you know, the tea is whatever you need it to be today. Uh, If it needs to be your cup of calm, whatever that is, put it in your tea, sip it and drink it up. I don't even have my teacup because I, I, it's late. I want to come in, pop on, say what I want to say and get your feedback and engagement and then move on because it is late. And and that is uh, what part of what this podcast is about. I don't intend on it being very long. I always say that. And then I look up and I'm editing and it's like 40 doggone minutes. But today is not one of those days. One, because it's almost the next day. It's after 11 p.m. at night. And I was supposed to drop earlier today, but life happens. And so I'm throwing off schedule a little bit. So I'm sitting here in my office still looking at about three or four things that that I haven't done that I was supposed to do today. One, I'm drinking my water, just trying to, you know, dilute all that tea. But also I'm I'm journaling things that I was supposed to get done, making my list for tomorrow. Just a whole bunch of stuff. And and that's what I want to talk about Uh today uh, because I was riding earlier. I was riding in the car and I was actually doing something for me uh, this evening. I um, went and took care of some things that I need to take care of, run some errands, drop some things off, get some things paid. I actually got my hair done, uh, and which is a treat because for a whole year almost, I was not doing that and, and uh, doing it myself. So it was just nice to get in the shampoo bowl and just, hey, let's let's come out better than how we came in. <laughs> but I, I, I was thinking when I was riding in the car and I was, you know, thinking about all the missed calls that I had and 
all the people I, I owe phone calls to, or I owe tasks. And, you know, this is not even my job. This is just personal obligations. And then it might immediately my mind started churning to like all the things that I have to do when I get home, like mommy stuff, you know, does everybody have dinner, um, homework help, making sure that it's the end of the week, making sure that, that all assignments are turned in and not nothing's missing or checking behind them on, on everything. And it, it occurred to me and, and, and I, I sat there with it for a minute um, because I, I started this conversation a couple of weeks ago and I, I never followed it up. But, but it's about prioritizing and making sure that you take care of yourself and all of the things that you have to do, whether you're a a mom or you don't have kids but you have other obligations you're you, you have things to do with people depending on you for things if you're a caregiver it is and it can be so draining um when you have all of these things pulling you in so many different directions and you're like me you know up late like this was not my intent. I have not gotten in the bed this week before 11 p.m. Not one night this week. And, and it's not because I'm doing anything for me. Everything that I have done this week has been for someone else or for potential clients or for my job, my full-time gig, or being a mom. Mostly my evenings are, you know, mom time. And running behind children, did you do this? Did you do that? Have you done this? Come here, sit down, focus on all this stuff going on. And I was so tired today. I, and I posted like earlier this week because I'm also doing this stretching thing where I'm trying to get more flexible and, and trying to do this splits in five weeks or eight weeks or something ridiculous that, you know, my body is like, okay, you know, 20 weeks. But <laughs> anyway, that's another story in itself. Again, that's just something I'm doing for me. That's nine minutes out of the day. And, I, and then I, I hiss and moan about that, you know, because I want to move on to something else I need to do. But I was just sitting there thinking about all of the things that I do in the evenings and how I work usually past five. Um, I am blessed and very fortunate to have a job, and I'm grateful for that. Uh, but I do usually like most people, you work past five o'clock. There's no such, I mean, there's no Fred Flintstone. Ain't nobody pulling a bird's tail and, and is the horn goes off and then everybody goes running the car and, and driving with their feet. It's not like that. There's no such thing as getting off at five. And I, and I think I probably speak for the majority of the people in my circle, my friends. I don't know anybody who's like, oh, it's five o'clock. I'm done. Um, those of us who may, you know, work in corporate or something like that. If you work for yourself, maybe you can do that. I, I encourage that uh, if you can do that, if you are doing that. But 
I was looking at, man, as soon as I'm done working, I don't leave this chair. That's why I'm recording this podcast. I could have gone downstairs to the living room and set up my little lights and my little camera and my tripod and done it down there. But I want to be as real and as authentic and as raw as I possibly can when I say that I have spent every evening right here in my office at at this desk with all this stuff in front of me or with a child next to me as I'm, you know, standing over them, making sure they do their work. And it dawned on me how much we sometimes allow other things to take priority over us taking care of ourselves. Especially when I was sleepy all day today. I've been sleepy all week. Like I was saying I was posting all week about you know my stretching game and i think some of the videos i'm like i'm so tired y'all i'm i'm just tired and 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 75 percent of it is my fault because it's it it all boils down to how you prioritize and what you do and for me and i don't know who needs to hear it or who needs to join in if you know we need to have a a, a some kind of support group going or what but I suspect that I'm not the only one who has a million things to do and not enough time in the day to get them done and then you I've been lately this week especially I've been going to bed feeling like I haven't accomplished anything because I'm so overwhelmed with all the things that I have to do that I feel like I never really check anything off fully. That's how I felt this week. And I'm a and I'm the kind of person I'm a I'm a list maker and I and I and I check things. That's that's part of that gives me joy and to write my list down, write my goals down, write my everything that I need to do in everything in, in my job, in my personal life for the podcast, for the blog, write it all out and then be able to just go through and check it off. And some weeks it's smooth sailing and it's so easy to do. And then there are weeks when, like this one, where literally I just paid all the bills and cleaned my desk. That's a win for me because the desk has been driving me crazy all week. So I, I did that and that's done. But I was sitting here just thinking, you know, who out there is just spinning wheels constantly and not prioritizing yourself into that equation of all the things that we have to do. And a couple of things hit me uh, in some real raw moments. One, there is no such thing as everything has to be done right now. I know that. But when you have little people uh, that you're responsible for and, you know, everybody knows Mimi, my mom, the kids Mimi lives here with me as well. So, you know, I also have obligations for her to make sure that she has what she needs or, you know, I, I feel so defeated when she asks me to do something and I'm like, oh, I forgot to do that. And then she'll come back in. Did you do blah, blah, blah? She's so sweet about it. 
Like, did you check on so it's like, ah, I need to do that. But when you have so many priorities on your plate, it is very easy to get lost and overwhelmed. And I think that's what has been the hardest for me this week in, in dealing with that because I know better. <laughs> and, and burning the midnight oil, it's okay occasionally. And I don't mind doing it because I have goals and things that I want to get done and achieve outside of things that like are taking care of the bills, like my job and outside of being a mom, I have other priorities and things that are important to me that I want to see happen. But then I go to bed like I didn't do anything for the block today. I didn't do any. I didn't write today. I didn't I didn't spend the time, you know, researching this this era that I plan on writing about or that I plan on, you know, working up another play or I'm looking at writing a book and and I've done nothing toward those things. And if you keep if we keep doing that, if I keep doing that, uh not only will you find yourself at the bottom of your priority list, but you also find yourself in a space of feeling like you haven't accomplished anything when you're probably accomplishing more than the average person. Uh, and you're probably accomplishing so much, but you have so much that you haven't done. It doesn't feel like you're accomplishing anything. And, and so I had to really cut the the negative talk that was going on in my head today of all the things oh, I didn't do this I didn't do this I didn't do that and I really had to sit down and write down all the things that I have done this week that can justify why tired I was all day today all day I was sleepy <laughs> but but looking back over the week now I can say, okay, this kiddo's caught up in this subject. This kiddo's completed his essay. You know, we have, I've completed the shopping list because apparently the, the pants that I bought the kids for school all drew up or something. We washed them and now one child has high waters and the, and the younger child is wearing the older child's clothes because they drew up. I have no idea why. And I paid a lot of money for them. So I'm ticked off about that, but I at least got more clothes ordered for the kids. So then when I started looking at all the things that I had done, it made me feel a little better, but that wasn't enough. I had to today and I did it. I, tonight I started it. I haven't finished. Um, but writing down just putting pen to paper and writing down all of the things that I personally want to do outside of the obligations of things I know I have to do and putting them on a calendar so that I can approach them the same way I'm approaching everything else because I'm not on my priority list. I'm nowhere on that. And You know, you've 
you hear women say this a lot, you know, and it's not just all women that, I mean, some men too, but I will say the majority of time when you hear, you know, I'm last for everything. It's usually a woman saying it or a mom saying it or a caregiver or a sibling or, you know, someone, a, a godparent, an aunt. It's usually the woman who's last on the priority list. And I was thinking, you know, why do we do that? And then I was like, wait, girl, why do you do that? Why do you put yourself last? And and not put yourself on the list of all the things. I'm no matter how tired I am, I'm gonna make sure those kids are doing their work, or I'm at least trying if I can help. This new math, you know, we we do the best we can, but all of those things get done somehow some way when i haul myself into bed you know at the stroke of midnight and i and and then you know wheel myself you know awake thank with the grace of god at 5 a.m every day and and i hadn't even been able to get up at five it's been like 5 15 5 30 I've even been dragging with that this week or shoot one day this week I overslept. I had my alarm set for 5 a.m. and I didn't put the backup for the uh, 545 and I was just in la la land, just sleep. <laughs> Kids not up. It was just it, it, it's been a week and and I know I'm not the only one and I'm, I'm certainly not complaining but I am, I'm self-correcting myself. And I hope this helps someone. I hope someone is listening. And, you know, if this is you, or if you have ever experienced this, and I know we all have, because we've all talked about it, or we'll make a post about it or make a joke about, you know, everybody's got such and such and I'm worn out. But but we never really say, but okay, what can we do to not be worn out? Or of all the things that you're worn out from, how much of that is something, just a sliver for you, just a little bit carved out so that years don't go by, weeks, months don't pass, and everything that you've done has been for someone else. And I that is to me something that I have kind of wagged with a, quite a bit uh, lately. And especially uh, as a divorced mom, it is something that you, you really do. You prioritize everything else and everyone else's stuff over yours. And it has to stop, but the only person who can stop it is you. So if you are guilty, as I am, I, I am guilty. I'm talking to me and I'm hoping that my confession helps someone else. If you are guilty of putting everybody else's stuff over what you need to get done, 
please give yourself the grace and the permission today to pull out your paper because it that makes it real when you write it pull out your paper and write down what it is you want to accomplish and what it is you need and even if it's a pie in the sky dream and it's not something as simple as you know get buy myself some new socks or buy myself some new running shoes even if it's you know start my own business whatever it is write it down and make a point to work toward that thing for yourself so that when everybody's graduated and everybody's gone out of the house or and everybody all is done then you have something that's yours that you have invested as much time in as you've invested in others that's that's i beg you to just put it in writing and and i'm doing the same thing because this week showed me that it is so easy to fall into a rut of work get up work out exercise get it get the kids to school go to your job work 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 go pick the kids up bring the kids home feed the kids and do work with the homework and, and work with getting them ready for bed and then organize all the bills and organize all the things there's so many things that constantly happen and not one thing was done for something that i need done something that i want that i desire that i love my passion is reading and writing and i haven't even sat down and decompressed i haven't even watched the news I'm literally catching news flashes on, on my phone because I have not had time to watch TV this week. Not even just to sit down and just say, what's on TV? That is something that I suspect a lot of people have time to watch TV. <laughs> Some of us don't. And it's not like, it's not like I'm, I need to watch TV because right quite frankly if I have time to watch TV I could probably be writing a blog. So so there's that. But I do like to keep up with the news and what's happening in the world and you know not feel like what when did that happen? I mean you I don't want to be lost in the shuffle of life and in that way. And I and I'm going to speak now directly to those of us who are divorced and parents about priorities and prioritizing yourself because this is one where it hit home for me too in my personal life not just all the things that we've been talking about but I don't know about y'all or if, if if for those of you who who may be in the boat that I'm in, I'm talking to you, divorced moms. Um, when I first got divorced and, and I've been divorced since 2015, so it's it's been some time. And I remember feeling so guilty about 
doing something for myself. Like, um, and this is to be honest, even when I was married, and we've talked about this on past shows about mom guilt, even when I was married, I would feel sometimes guilty about, you know, leaving the kids just to go get a pedicure or even going shopping for groceries for the to feed people in the house. And if I, you know, just jetted out real quick by myself because I didn't want to deal with the hassle of car seats and 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 attitudes and and you know whining. I really just wanted to make a quick run in the store, like 10 minutes in and out, you know, you know, things that happened BC before children. I could go in the store and be in and out in a minute's notice. But after the kids, if you take children with you, first of all, toddlers on any type of grocery shopping trip, just go ahead and pack a lunch because you're going to be in there for 45 minutes to an hour beyond the time that you intended to be just because, because it's going to be, I want to see, yeah, I want to do that. I want to do. So that's a whole nother thing. So I would feel guilty when I would say, Hey, I'm, I'm running out to the store. I just need to go get, we just need onions. I just need some onions so I can finish this meal or whatever. And as I'm driving and the kids are crying, of course, because, you know, God forbid mommy goes to the store without us or anywhere for that matter. God forbid mommy closes the door to the bathroom. But that's how it was, you know, when they were little. And, and I would just feel the whole time my heart was hurting as I'm driving to the store to get things to feed these folks. And I'm like, why do I feel guilty about it? It's mom guilt. Mom guilt is a real thing. But I will tell you, there is no guilt like divorce mom guilt. Because I don't think people intend to do it, but people will make you feel bad for prioritizing yourself in the equation of your new normal, your new life as a single parent, um, especially if you have uh, custody or you you have you know the custodial rights, I guess. So in my situation, and I don't know, uh, I know a lot of situations like this, but and there's there's not an even like 50-50 where the kids are here half of the week and they're here this half of the week. There's none of that. It's um, the kids see their father every other weekend. And and it's like from Friday, 6 o'clock in the evening, and they come back Sunday, 6 o'clock. So you're talking about maybe a half a day Friday, a whole day Saturday, and then part of a day Sunday. And that's every other weekend. So technically, maybe four and a half days out of the month, you don't have your kids. Um, but the rest of that month, the because if let's just say 30 days, 20 at least 24 of those days, those kids are with you. They are your responsibility to feed, get up, get dressed, get to school, you know whatever it is that has to happen for children is happening with you the majority of the time because you're the parent who has the 
the custody the majority of the time. And not always is it moms. And I know a lot of uh, families who have chosen to do some type of 50-50 split where this like the kids are here half of the week and the other half. Um, that doesn't work for our family. Uh, that just wasn't going to be a good setup. But this that's what we're rolling with is, you know, pretty much 24 days out of the month, they are my responsibility. And if I want to do anything or if I want to take care of anything that I need to take care of or prioritize for me, that means that if it's happening on those days, I need to make arrangements or I need to have things done to make sure that they are taken care of or picked up from school or dropped off to school or whatever it is. If I have to travel for work, I had to make sure that I had someone in place to take care of them. And, and thankfully I'm blessed. My mom is here with me. Uh, but that, that wasn't always the case during these past few years. My father, I've mentioned before, just passed away uh, two years ago, uh, now going on three. And so my mom and dad would be back and forth. They would be here when my dad was doing chemo and when he you know, had a lot of doctor's appointments. But essentially they were three hours away um, when he didn't have chemo appointments. So it was just me by myself with the kids. And, and I gave you all that background because it is, you know, in talking about mom guilt, divorce mom guilt is like a whole nother animal. And, and when you're prioritizing, it changes uh, the way you prioritize because people will make you feel like you can't have a life. And, and, and it's people who are well-meaning and they may love you. And, and so I'm mindful of what I say to people who are, you know, out here divorced or raising children on their own, you know, just the words, um, in talking about prioritizing, just hearing the words, well, your kids must, your kids got to come first. So, you know, you can't do blah, blah, blah. Or, well, you probably won't be able to go do something because your kids first, your kids first, you got to put your kids first. You can't date, you can't do this, you can't do that. And let me just tell y'all, first of all, you know, when somebody say, first of all, you know, they about to go off. But first of all, there is nothing more deflating than busting your tail and working 90 to nothing to make sure your kids have everything they need to be safe, healthy, whole, spiritually fed physically fed, emotionally fed. And when, when you hear, well, your kids got, you know, your kids come first and people don't mean it in a, in a mean way. I, I know that, that people don't mean that in a negative way, but you know, when you're talking to your friends or you're talking to your family members and you're just like, yeah, I saw such and such and I'm you know, thinking about doing blah, 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 but I don't know if I had time. Well, yeah, I know because your kids come first. And 
to hear that, first of all, you know your kids come first, even though I'm going to pose a little bit of a, I disagree, but, but in, in just a little bit, because I, I do believe that as a divorced mom or a divorced parent, when you are a parent and you are doing it the right way, then absolutely your offspring come first. That's a priority for you. They come first and making sure that if I don't eat, they eat. If if there's only enough food for, for them, they're going to eat. That's that's the instinct of parenting, I, I believe. Uh, at least for me, that's, that's what it is. And when you, so in your heart of hearts, you already know that your children come first. Deep down, you you already know that absolutely they, yeah, they come first because I'm going to make sure they have the clothing. I'm going to make sure they have all the resources. They're going to have the lights because the, the comfort, heat, air, air, whatever they need, I'm going to make sure that they have that. And, and so it's almost like, you know, when you, when you're working uh, at the job, let's just say, and you are planning on doing something, you've got it on your to-do list. You may have your to-do list, like, okay, I'm going to do this at one o'clock. I'm going to take care of it. But if somebody emails you at 1030 and says, Hey, do, you know, don't forget to do blah, 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 or make sure you do blah, blah. It ticks you off because it's on your list and you already had planned on doing it anyway. At least that, maybe that's me. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just me. I'm not saying it's everybody, but I know that bothers me. If I have something written down that I'm going to do and then somebody tells me to do it, like I was going to do that. I don't need you to tell me to do it. So, you know, anyway, all that to say, you know where your priorities are as a parent. You already know your obligations and, and what you have to do. And so when you hear the words, well, your children got to come first, it stings a little bit. It, it's, it, it would sting me. Um, and it would just be casual conversation or... You know, we may even be talking about dating or, or whatever. And and that's a whole nother thing. When you're dating after divorce and you have the children most of the time, you know, there is dating is different. And, you know, for the other, the partner, the, the ex who is who doesn't have the full time custody, they, they have a whole life going on and just. They are, they have the time to date. They have the time to date widely, open widely, wide range of choices. And then they have time to date exclusively. And some of them find the time to even marry again and, and invest in another family. And so their life is still happening. And for those who accept, and I'm going to say accept, for those who accept, that you are not a priority in that, that, that your happiness, that your, um, that you, uh, being found or finding 
a a mate yourself or or or, or reconnecting with someone or or developing a, a relationship is off limits because you are the main provider for the children, you know, that that has to be debunked because you will find yourself. And I definitely, that's that's why prioritizing is so important to me, even in my personal life, even in my dating life, um, because those kiddos, if I'm doing it right, and as long as God has my back in it, are developing into strong, capable, independent young men who, for all intents and purposes, will be leaving the home in four years for one, five for the other. That time will fly by because I can't even believe that I have a teen and a tween already it's like it happened overnight and and if i allowed the thinking of you know well your kids got to come first so you shouldn't date or you can't date or you can't do this you you know wait till they graduate and some people have done that i know people who have decided to wait until their kids graduate high school before they even began to look at what life for themselves would be. And that just went, that dog wasn't going to hunt. I, I just, I did not believe, I do not believe that that is the case. Absolutely, my role and my responsibility, God has blessed me with these children. He's given me a role. But God made me so much more than just a mom, than just a spouse or an ex-spouse or a girlfriend. I am so much more than just one thing that I owe it to me to say, hey, nope, they come first in here. But in my mind, I am also making sure that I prioritize my life, my desires as a woman, and my happiness uh, and my relationships to the level that when those kids are gone, I'm not sitting here looking around thinking, you know, where are all those people who said, well, your children should come first, so you can't do this and you can't do that and you shouldn't do this? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You can have it all. Um, if you can raise children as a couple and still start a business or still write a book or you know, start a new career or quit your job and go off and pursue your real passion. If you can do that and as two, why can't you do that as one? There's no rule that says that you can't. And I'm careful and mindful when I'm talking to other moms and and who are, you know, single parents or divorced or whatever or widowed. And 
and I'm very careful not to tell anybody, you know, well, I yeah, I know you probably want to do that, but you know, your children come first. That's not anything. I had to deprogram myself because it at first I believed that. At first, you know, because I heard it so many times from so many places and people don't even realize they're saying it. They because they, they may not say those exact words, but you know, even when you're talking about, oh yeah, I met someone and you know, we were talking or whatever. We we're just trying to figure out, you know, time when we can actually, you know, meet up to go out or whatever. Well, yeah, well, I know you got to get your kids taken care of first. And, you know, well, it's probably going to be hard. You might want to just, you know, just take your time or, you know, you may not be able to see that person all the time. Well, you know, they got to understand you have kids. and No good parent is going to neglect their children for dates or for pursuit of a business or whatever it is but i'm telling you hearing that you will buy into it and you're like yeah yeah you're right yeah and before you know it you know you're just sitting there momming your way through life and your children will be gone and or even before they leave, they're done with you. Probably, I've probably got a, maybe a good two or three more years. Right now, they still want to hang with me, which is pretty cool. And I love it. I, I Don't get me wrong. I love hanging with my kids. Um, and I'm grateful that they still think I'm pretty decent to hang with and they're not embarrassed by me yet. At least they haven't told me. But there will come a time when they're going to want to be with their friends if the world ever opens back up. They're going to want to be out and about with their friends at the mall, at the movie theaters, um, out on dates. And I will be here. And if I'm not careful in how I prioritize me, I will be here just with nothing to do other than wait for them to come back home so I can mom again, you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And, and I, my, I said, I have a little bit of a challenge for, you know, prioritizing, you know, your kids come first. Your faith comes first for me. This is how I reorganize that whole notion. God comes first. And everything that God has called me to do and the purpose he has for me, which is more than momming, um, those things are in order because I put God first and then I prioritize my purpose. What does God call me to be? And when I get married again, it will be my relationship and my children, probably on equal planes, but still your relationship matters and it, it's an order. And if you don't have that order in your own mind, if you don't, if you don't decide what you want that order to be or what it, what it should be, purpose to be, you will find yourself again, 
looking up one day and not knowing who you are, what you like, what you want to do, not even nurturing yourself, not even nurturing your desires and what you have, what your goals and dreams are. So God, you know, when, when I was married, it was God was the head of the household and then your relationship with your spouse and then your parents and, and all the things that, that branch out from that, which, you know, your career, your purpose, your calling, all of those things. So why would it not be prioritized that way if you're the only parent that's there now? Um, God first. What is it? Then you, your relationship with a, a mate or a significant other or whatever. Definitely not. I mean, I'm talking about serious stuff. I'm not talking about just like, hey, I'm just out dating, blah, 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 going off here to there to and fro. Definitely not anything like that. But absolutely working toward if if you see that something is someone is worth it, then putting in the time and the effort to nurture that relationship and grow it to the point where it is something worth fighting for and 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 worth having and developing hopefully into a family at some point if that's your desire so why would you be have that at the bottom of all of these other things that you have priority over and so that's where i challenge that you know waiting till your kids graduate to do anything or you know, waiting until they're older when they are going to accept, you know, well, they may accept it more or they'll, they'll accept it better when they're older. No. Do you really think that is productive or healthy for anybody involved in the situation at all? <laughs> Absolutely not. First of all, you don't know, you might miss out on who God has sent for you because you are allowing society to tell you that, oh, well, you got to put them first and you can do anything else. You're just a mom. You're just a, you know, you're just a parent who has the, the majority of the time. So you, all your time needs to be spent doing that. No, that's not how it is. People out here are having whole lives, a whole new life they're developing. And those of us who have our children have to learn to be intentional about making sure that you're not looking around wondering what it what do i do next when those children leave what do i have now you know you can yeah hanging by yourself is fine i actually i enjoy hanging by myself I always have, but I'm an only child, so I'm I'm kind of weird like that. So it that that doesn't even count. It's nothing wrong with hanging by yourself, absolutely not. But when you have no one to share things with, or you had a relationship and you ruined it because you felt like your children were somehow going to self-destruct or, or self-combust if they found out that you were actually, you know, human and dating and, and enjoying dating. And that can be unhealthy for you and for your children. So 
that whole notion of, for me, mm -mm, y'all, I'm telling you right now, I'm not waiting for my children to graduate, do anything to start living. Why would you spend all of your good years waiting to live, waiting, doing everything for everybody else and waiting, waiting to live your own life? You can do it all if you have it prioritized right. When God is at the head of it, it works. It it all it works out. Trust me, it really does. And it's not, no one goes lacking. The children aren't lacking. You aren't lacking. You're healthy and you're whole. And there's that's if you even want a relationship, you know, people, you have different stages in your life. But if you know that at some point you would like to share your life with someone, then thinking that you don't have the right to try to work toward that because people think you should just be parenting or that you should just do this. That is, you got to throw that out the window and embrace the time, embrace prioritizing yourself in that equation, in your personal life. It's so important. I mean, even... You know, we're talking about dating, but even friend time, girls trips for me, I would feel guilty. I seriously feel guilty about budgeting and taking money to actually go somewhere with my girls when I needed that. I needed that more than anything. I, I don't think my friends knew how much I needed that time to just be me, to just not be at home and be momming, you need that break so that you can come back better. And I would feel guilty about it, just really torn up about taking a trip or when they would call, I would feel so bad. My heart would sink. I had to get past that. And it took me some time. It took me a couple of years and, and a couple of trips under my belt to really get past that feeling and that that time frame with those kids where I'm like, okay, all right, I can I can do this. I can I can go on this trip. You know, even friend time. I mean, when we used to go out going out with my girls or, or hanging with my, my cousins, little things like that even, where mom guilt will, will creep up or, or dad guilt. I'm not just saying it's just moms, but it would creep up and I would actually be sitting there like going to dinner and feeling bad about going for a dinner. And I'm like, where did this come from? Who planted these seeds that, well, first of all, I think it's in us, it's, in, it's innate. I think as a parent, you're naturally going to feel some type of way because you are going and doing whatever, or you're out doing whatever. So you have this twinge in this, in this feeling. So already that's there naturally. But then on top of that, you know, the talk that you've heard or, you know, when people say, oh, well, yeah, well, you got, you got your kids. Well, you got to take care of your kids, your kids, your kids, your kids, your kids. 
And so those things with your natural instincts and then hearing that talk or, you know, having people in your circle who have just chosen to just stop living, to only raise their children and just put their whole world in their kids and nothing else, or put their whole world in their kids and then some other stuff, but not prioritizing their heart and their their soul and their mind. You, you, you're just going to ignore that and just do this. It's just, it, it, it is it's scary to see that because in the end, what do you have? In the end, where do you go with that? And, and that, that's just a place where we got to all get past and get and move on from. And, and then this just hit me as something that I really want to talk about on the next podcast. I mean, it just came to me as I'm sitting here talking through mom guilt, parent guilt, the parent, you know, the one who has the kids most of the time. I would imagine, even though it doesn't look like it, there is probably a guilt for that partner or ex-spouse or other parent who does not have the obligation of the majority or the lion's share of the work, that there probably is some semblance of guilt there too. It, it doesn't, it may not look the same or feel the same because we're feeling the guilt from the kiddos who are like crying when you leave or <laughs> looking at you like, where are you going? Or, you know, even my kids, you know, calling me. If I go out on a date, my kids literally... I don't know what this is about, but they'll just start texting. Are you okay? Everything all right? Blah, blah, blah. And I know they've they've had some losses in their lives and some grandparents have passed away. So I know there's a little bit of that, but they're, they're like, you know, looking for me. And so that makes me feel like I still go anyway. I enjoy myself anyway, because I know in the end, I've got to, I've got to prioritize doing some things for me so that I'm a better mom and a better whole me when I come back. But I imagine that there is, I would love to talk to those parents who don't have their kids or or don't have them the majority of the time. I wonder what that guilt looks like or what that feels like too. Because there's always two sides to every every two sides and two perspectives to everything and then there's of course two sides to every story and then there's truth in the middle but it would be interesting to hear the perspective of those who say hey i only get my kids every other weekend and this is what it feels like you know i know some people who are in the midst of a lot of things you know trying to get more more time or to get more i guess a fair share of the custody situation. So I do know that there there's it ebbs and flows between both sides. But today I'm talking about this side, the divorced mom or the parent who has the kids majority of the time and prioritizing yourself, prioritizing your business, prioritizing your dreams, prioritizing your purpose. What is your purpose in life? It is not just one thing. It is not. God didn't put anybody on earth for a single one little thing. 
we're so much more than that. We're so complex as humans. We are so more, so much more. And, and that's the thing that is important is to nurture your more, whatever that is, whatever that looks like, whatever it, it is you have in your back pocket that you just feel like you can't do because you're, you're momming and you're working and you're, you know, handling business. But when, when you're close to retirement, when your children have moved on and become the productive citizens that you have raised them to be, where are you? And today, today is the time to look at that, not five years from now, not next year, not this summer, today. Today is the time to look at that. So when you do leave, when you take that final sleep, you can close your eyes and say, yep, I gave it all I had. Every bit of every bit of the purpose that was poured into me, I, I nurtured it and I, and I poured it back. I poured it out. I left it all on the field. And that is what is most crucial to our mental health, to our physical health, to our well-being, so that we're not sitting at a desk past midnight every night and nothing is done for you. I mean, that happened this week, but I bet you it won't happen next week. I guarantee you won't happen for me next week. I'm going to get my stuff together and get, and get me together in the priorities so i'm curious i want to hear what you all think what what you feel about it i know for some it may be a touchy topic but it's the truth this raw this is this is real life this is what's happening in my world this week that and i'm just like oh i gotta get i gotta get myself together i'm not staying up till midnight every night and not have anything done for my purpose and my calling and for my passion. And I'm not going to put off living life and loving and enjoying myself either because I, I can do all those things and still be a fantastic, awesome, most amazing mom and you can too, or the most amazing parent, whatever your situation is, you can too. That's it, y'all. That's all I had to talk about. I told y'all I was coming on here quick, and then look what happened. <laughs> it's already almost on the top of the hour. Look what happened. It does I, every time. But I'm passionate about this thing because I feel like someone else needs to hear this. And 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 maybe you were waiting for someone to say it, or maybe you've been thinking it, but. I, I just had to go on and speak on it and just let it be known and break it down so it can forever and consistently stay broke. So that's, that's it. Prioritize yourself in the equation, whatever that looks like for you. And take care of yourself and so that you can take care of your everybody that you have been blessed and purposed with taking care of. Take care of your purpose. If, if you take care of your purpose, you'll be, you'll prioritize. Prioritize your purpose. That's all. And, and when you do that, that automatically prioritizes you. 
and what you're called to do and who you're called to do and who you're called to do it with and where you're called to do it, how you're going to do it. Whew, oh child, I feel better if I'm going to bed again. I don't even want to look at, oh, I'm not even going to tell y'all what time it is. It's late. That's all you need to know. It's late. But I have enjoyed spending time with you again. Thank you so much for coming into the living room and riding with us and joining in on this conversation. Remember, this week's tea is cup of calm. For me, it was ginger and chamomile, but whatever it is that make, gets you together, go on and have that as your tea. Enjoy that and, and make sure you follow us on social media at Katie Bryant Writes. Be sure if you're watching the YouTube channel, go ahead and subscribe. It's free. It's not going to cost you anything. It's not going to hurt you. I promise. Share it with other people and then get in the comments and, and let me know what you think about this, because this is not just, this is my experience and what I'm going through, but everybody has their own take on it. And I learn from others and I, I enjoy engaging with other women, men, exes, you know, parents, whatever, aunties, godparents, share, share and, and tell what it is on your, on your side of the street, what it's like. Thank you so much as always for riding with us and please be good to yourselves and be good to each other. And I will see you when I see you hopefully high on your priority list.